welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. It is so exciting to have you here today. Uh, we are going to round out the year. This is the last show of the year. So whoopee for 2016. Lots of changes happened this year. Um, I look forward to 2017. I think uh, hopefully it will will be a better year for uh, all of us, okay? All right, so if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about reasons why she is losing respect for you. What are the signs that she's losing respect for you? Like, what is she saying? What is she doing? What are, what are her actions? That That's what we talked about last week. So if you happen to have missed last week's show, no stress, easy to figure that out. All you have to do is go to Google SoundCloud, the Men's Advocate Show, Google SoundCloud, the Men's Advocate Show, and you can listen to that show or any and all of my archive shows and do some binge listening if you have to. Uh, we're also on the TuneIn app, same thing. All you have to do is go to Google TuneIn, the Men's Advocate Show, Google TuneIn, the Men's Advocate Show, and you can find us. All right? So, um, by the way, if you uh, haven't done so already, please sign on to my Facebook fan page. Uh, same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. In the upper right-hand corner, click Like Page, and you will be subscribed. That way, once a week, you'll get all my posts on who the guest is, what the topic is, and any and all related links that we talk about on the show. I usually post them right after the show. So that's the Facebook fan page. Make sure you do that. Okay? All right. So let's hop into today's topic. We're talking about vacations, vacationships. Um, kind of a funny word, a brand new word. It's a contraction of just what it sounds like, vacation and relationships. So these are supposedly commitment-less road trips where the couple gets together in some faraway land or faraway place that's not their hometown and they're there because they have a common interest. Maybe, you know, this one likes hiking, she likes hiking. This one likes uh, snowboarding, she likes snowboarding or whatever it is your your uh, interest is. So we're going to be talking about that. So is this a brilliant idea or is this a stupid idea? So we're going to be talking about that today. Make sure you call us on the show. Our phone number is 951-922-3532. I'm sure you have been in this position maybe once in your life before or maybe in your 20s. Or maybe you have a recent story. Maybe you just got back from one of these vacation trips where you're meeting your, um, you know, your long-distance person. So I'd love to hear your calls. I'd love to hear what it's all about. So let me introduce our guest today. Uh, he is a three-time guest, and t- this is our second year of uh, ringing in the new year together. I thought, what better way than to go out with a barrel of laughs and than to bring in my friend, comedian Mike Muratori. Uh, Mike, um, you can you can catch him on his website. And by the way, I'll post these links after the show. SerialKillerOfComedy.com. SerialKiller of comedy.com he's got two specials on amazon that you can check out he's got a new comedy album called crowd work which is also available on amazon and other major retailers um, mike's comedy is raw in your face and no holes barred his act has been honed over the past 20 years you can see him on the mic at most of the major southern california clubs including the comedy store the laugh factory uh, many of the improvs flappers and the ice house to name a few you might have seen Mike on TV, on TBS's Weekend Extra, the Comedy Time Network, Local Comedy Slam, and the TV show Blind Date. You can often hear Mike featured on Raw Dog Comedy on Sirius, and he hosted a show on National Lampoon's radio on XM. So let's welcome my guest today, Mike Muratori. Welcome, Mike. Hi, Linda. How are you, my friend? It's been a while. 
it has been a minute. I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I love this. Um, I love this, uh, this. I love what you're talking about because I have friends that do this crazy nonsense where they go to other countries to meet women, and it's completely delusional and insane. <laughs> I know it's, we're going to be talking about some of the delusions the and fault. you know what what are these people thinking? Um, you know, it's either absolutely genius or it's you know a, a farce and, and just ridiculous. So let's oh, dissect yeah. uh, some of these crazy things that these uh, people are doing. Oh yeah, I got friends. All my friends that are over fifty and Caucasian are married to yeah. Filipino women that speak no English. It's the greatest thing you've <laughs> ever the best seen in your woman, life. Right? Just, you just get together with sign language. Seriously, <laughs> like <what's> you. <laughs> it's hilarious because in their mind, they've justified they're crazy. You know, in in my next like I, next life, I think I'm going to try that because how hysterical would that be? You know, you don't speak a word of their language. They don't speak nope. a word of your language. I think we could have some fun in the bedroom with that. Yeah, they, they, they speak broken English, and they're like proud papas, because the women are like a third of their age. Yeah. And what kills me is I'm not even into the whole Filipino look. Like, I don't get that look does nothing for me. I have yeah. nothing against Filipino people, but it, it just doesn't work for me. And <laughs> they're hilarious, because you see my friends that are like 40, 50 pounds overweight. They're no less than 56 years old, and they're with these like 24-year-old Filipinas. That are trying to escape their countries, which that's is really funny. funny. Oh, it's funny, and they marry. That's, that's funny. I mean, I mean, do you hold up cue cards? Do you have your cell phone tucked under your pillow with uh, Google Translate on it? Like, like, how do you get by with these things? It's they, you know they do. They, they I mean, make the visual is just really like hysterical to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they pull it off, but all of them are doing it. A lot of the women actually speak English, but it's like broken, choppy Filipino English. But they uh -huh. speak English. But it's funny to watch because, you know, I have one friend. I don't know how old this wife is. She's way younger than him now. And, you know, guys like younger women. All guys do secretly are into younger girls. Mm -hmm. But if you watch this, it's ridiculous because she speaks broken English. You know? I think and there's a comedy show here in the making. I think this would be a, a funny show to do. Maybe we could put it on uh, Amazon streaming or something. I think it'd be hysterical. Oh, yeah. And I have friends that do the whole Russian bride thing, which is even crazier. Because at least Filipino women are very agreeable. Russian women, the Russian women I know, are like barracudas. I'm like, you know, I'll tell my friends, I'm like, do, do you even know what you, do you know the culture? They're like, no. Uh, do you hang out with Russian people? No. Um, do you speak the language? No. Okay, well, then you're in a lot of trouble. You're, you're going to get worse. You're, you're, and every, let me tell you something, Linda. Every one of them that has done the Russian bride thing, it has been nothing short of a disaster. Financially, as well as just like, it's just a complete disaster. Well, I mean, look how strong you have to be to survive Siberia. So if that's the ground rule, <laughs> you can only imagine what happens next after that. Exactly. It, it, it's, <laughs> like, it's like my friend married, married a Russian woman that spoke no English. And he spoke, he spoke no Russian. It was the greatest thing you have ever seen in your entire life <laughs> to watch. I'm like, I'm like, Wait, is this real? Like, like I looked at them. I'm like, is this real? Like, are, are you serious? And he's like, I'm in love. I'm like, what are you in love with? You don't, you can't <laughs> communicate with her. I mean, you think she's that's hot. the part that he likes? I, I get the, I get the, I get the hot part of it, but she speaks no English. Well, you know, a lot of guys complain that women talk too much, so what better than duct tape than to have a woman who doesn't speak English at all? Doesn't speak English at all. Nothing. <laughs> it's either Nothing. that or duct tape, right? I mean, take your pick. That or duct tape. <laughs> Meaning
thing, if she does speak English, you're gonna you you want to like a lot of guys want to just tape up her mouth just so she shuts up because yeah. you don't I mean, hear I mean, it anymore. And, and the and the wonderful thing about you, you actually get how simple and retarded men really are. I love being a man <laughs> because we don't think about anything. Like 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 nothing goes through our heads like a woman thinks that it does. Yeah, like women have these ideas about men, and as you know from your books, it's all wrong. It's empty in it's there. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like we don't it's think about anything. There. I know. There's nothing in our heads. Yeah. It, it's, not, it's, it's not like we wallow over our emotions all day. We don't do any of that. <laughs> there's no wallowing. There's no deciphering. There's none of that, no. right? <laughs> no, you get it. None. Zero. Zero. <laughs> all right, everybody. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We're on with my special guest today, comedian Mike Muratori. I'm expecting you to call us today to ring in the new year. Our phone number is 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. Today we are talking about vacation ships. People who get together in remote places just because they can. All right, we'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Usually handled in four sessions or less realize the benefits now go to the men's advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way that's the men's advocate.com slash coaching you've heard her on the men's advocate show with linda gross how can you help further from her facebook fan page of the same name hit the shop now button and save this link to your favorites make all your usual amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you no book purchase required just start with this link every time the men's advocate show with linda gross thanks you the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about vacation ships, uh, commitmentless uh, road trips that couples make from different parts of the globe, and why they do it. Is this the most genius idea ever, or is it just a bunch of rubbish and one-sided and lopsided and, you know, doesn't really make any sense? So you're on with my special guest today, Mike Muratori, and we're going to hop into this topic. Uh, before we do so, I want you to have a listen about uh, I Want Crazy. Like, why are these couples doing what they're doing? I Want Crazy might be the answer. I'm booking myself a one-way flight I gotta see the color in your eyes You're telling myself I'm gonna be alright Without you, baby, is a waste of time Yeah, our first date, girl, the seasons change The God washed away in a summer rain You can't undo a fall like this Cause love don't know what distance Yeah. 
he he doesn't want easy. He wants crazy, Mike. <laughs> yeah, they, they want uh, You drama. know, I, I kind of didn't get this whole concept of the vacation ships. And then what I decided is I think these people get like an adrenaline dump because you're going someplace new with somebody new. It's all fresh and exciting. And I think it's like an adrenaline dump. You know, they, like the guy says, he doesn't want easy. He wants crazy. Yeah, he wants drama. Like, like he doesn't he doesn't want a relationship that even remotely works. He wants drama. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know. Yeah, and and guys are just as delusional as women. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I think it's, it's getting more and more to be that way. Yeah, it's just in a different it's, way. It's safer. Oh, we we live in almost 2017. It's safe to express your emotions. <laughs> it's the new age. It's not your father's generation. No. It's like guys are too emotional now. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. Like like when my friends start crying all the time, I just I don't want anything to do with it. I just walk away from them in mid-sentence. <laughs> I'm like when you're done crying. When you're done crying, you know, give me a call. I can't listen to you anymore. <laughs> All right, let's hop into a case study. Uh, this lady is called. Uh, she goes by Emily Harrington. She's a 28 year old professional rock climber. I didn't know there was such a thing. You're you're a professional rock climber. I guess she gets paid for doing that, right? That's um, amazing. All right, whatever. And uh, anyway, her. Uh, BFF, Adrian Ballinger, who's a 38-year-old mountain guide, and they spent several months uh, vacation dating after meeting on Mount Everest in 2012. So how convenient. She lived in Boulder. He lived in Squaw Valley, similar settings, I guess. So for their first date, Ballinger went rock climbing in the eastern Sierra Mountains of California. On their next few dates, uh, it took place in U.S. cities such as Salt Lake City and far away as France and Thailand. She claims we really had to work hard to plan when and where we'd see each other again. This couple took the long-distance romance to another level, engaging in what has become known as vacation dating. People are crossing borders more often, starting relationships on the road, and maintaining them via their tablets and smartphones. Such vacationships have become viable in this highly digital, globalized world. Okay, Miss Harrington. <laughs> what say you, Mike? Wow. I mean, you know, I think on some level they really want to be emotionally unavailable. <laughs> it's like, hey, they're, they're climbing the highest peaks together. Isn't that like an emotional high, too? I, I guess. It's like the thing is, you really, um, how much could you really know somebody if you see them once a year? <laughs> <laughs> and how much can you know while you're huffing and puffing up that hill with lack of oxygen to your brain? Exactly. You know, the, and when you come down, that, all you're talking about is what blisters. I mean, like yeah. what? And the person you're talking to could be a serial killer. You know, that's going to throw you off the mountain once you get <laughs> to the top. You don't know who you're dealing with. That's right. <laughs> I mean, are there background checks involved? I mean, should we be nervous here? Should we be calling the relatives and you know sending out you know giving them our GPS locations? I mean, like what's involved here? I mean, you're going to crazy places that in faraway lands now did she say how much she sees this person a year a couple of times a year that's it that's it that's all you get but hey they have a love of rock climbing that's their bond and now do they get to date other people or it's just exclusive well, you know, that brings us to another point, which is, you know, how, how much does honesty, honesty and expectation come into play? Because I think if nothing is said, it's female behavior to assume there's monogamy. But then again, it's male behavior to assume, hey, when I get back to town, you know, I've got a half a dozen girls back at home. I'm not going to wait for another 364 days to see you again. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. 
Yeah. And even if they do have, quote unquote, the talk, um, hello, you're like thousands of miles apart. Who's to say one of you isn't going to break that? Yeah, well, de- somebody's definitely going to break it. <laughs> you know, it's definitely so. being broken for sure. I mean, the temptation's you know? too great. What if you meet the next Emily? I mean, come on now. Maybe yeah, she's got better boots than the first Emily. Who knows? Yeah, it's delusion. People are delusional. <laughs> you know, I think they fell off the rocks. I think yeah. maybe they banged their heads on the bottom of the rocks because they're not living in reality. <laughs> I think so, too. All right, we have a caller on the line. Uh, welcome, caller. Welcome to the show. <clears throat> Hi, this is uh, Brett from up in Sacramento. Hi, Brett. How are you? Good. How you doing? Wonderful, thank you. I Thanks call for calling. Like two two points on your topic. Um, I've never, first, I've never gone to Russia and uh, met a woman or a bride or done any of that. <clears throat> but the one thing I have done is met a friend, a friend of a friend. Like she was up in Washington State, and I flew up there for a weekend date, and I accomplished two things. I got to see an area <clears throat> called Walla Walla. I've never seen it before, and lots of beautiful scenery and history. And we actually went shooting and some great restaurants. And you go up there and it's a date and see if you like mm-hmm. the person. You have adult time, too. So it's kind of like a it was a win-win. And um, I had a good time going up to Washington. I've done some other dates, too, something like that. We can get away where you might meet a person and just take them and, and just go see something new. And the other point was uh, talk about locally. I don't know if this kind of relates, but, like, I grew up in Orange County. I've had girlfriends in Orange County. And just a weekend date and running away to get to Laughlin or Vegas has always been a winner for me. I, a little off topic, but... It's still a mini-vacation just to get away. Oh, now, yeah. But when you were in Orange County, you went to Vegas together, or you met, you no, lived no, kind of close to each other and you, then went to Vegas? Yeah, just went to Vegas, not to meet someone, just to get away. But, oh, so they lived in Vegas. No, 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 you just take your girlfriend from Orange County with you just to get away. Uh, but you're talking about vacations. Yeah. It's, to me, I just I consider that a vacation getaway, you're not meeting someone, but... Uh, I did go to up to Washington and I think Colorado to see a friend of a friend and and you get to kill a vacation and you get to meet someone and have a good time. So I think you know if you're both from OC and you go to go to Vegas you know together or even separately I, I don't think that one counts as a vacation no, okay. uh, they, they relationship but the other one does the Walla Walla so let's Talk about the Walla Walla one. So was that sort of like you just went, you had zero expectations, and, hey, this is something new, it's fun? Like, wh- what were your intentions? Yeah, I just kind of I went up. I had some time to burn and uh, had some time off and just decided to, to run up there. And I liked the girl, and uh, we we talked. As, again, a friend of a friend, nothing online, and just went up there. And, God, I, got this, I love restaurants. Saw some great restaurants. She has horses. Got to, and got to see a lot of sights. You kind of kill time, so, and we had a good time. It was nice to meet her. I'm still in touch with her uh, today. Nice. Yeah. So, so, would you see her again, or would she come down and see you? Or I would how like does that to work? see her again. There's no, I have, uh, I like the area. There's some really great areas to live up there. I just have no expectation. I'm, I'm planning retirement now. I don't want to go to uh, Washington. I'd rather go to Nevada. And she's up there with her horse. She's in the horses. So I don't, I don't see her moving, and mm-hmm. I don't see me moving. But I, we keep in touch. I'd love to see her again, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's just, there's just so much going on here. Yeah. yeah. See, the cool, the cool awesome. thing about you is, you, yeah, you're not unrealistic about uh, it. You just, you guys just had a good time. I, I and, can't hear the guest. Yeah, that's it. That that I get. That's cool. What we're talking about is people that are completely delusional that go to other countries to meet strangers on vacation. Your thing is cool. That that was a one-off. That sounds like fun, you know, and you have like a friendship. There's nothing wrong with that. But when they actually look for love in another country and they've never met the person before, that's kind of little, that's a little strange. Yeah, Brett. Brett, meet my guest, uh, Mike. That's who's on on with us. Okay, I can I can can't really hear him. He was saying that it's very cool what you did. That you really didn't have any false expectation that you're going to some strange city or strange land to find love or who knows what. Yeah. I mean, you're just going for what it was. You know, you know I do another value. story. To, can I add one quick story? I knew a girl that was doing this. 
she didn't want to work, and she'd meet people online, and she'd go and fly to remote places in the hopes of getting pregnant. And then, but the guy she meet would have to have money, so she was hoping to get supported that way. And that plan never worked for her. Luckily, she actually it did. She found a guy in Arizona she's with, but mm-hmm. uh, she was she had different. She had a plan to go meet guys, maybe get pregnant, and then get hooked up and taken care of that way. I don't recommend that at all. They have sites that are like that. Um, Sugar Babies, I think. Sugarbabies.com. Sugar Daddy. And they have a a spinoff site for people who want to do the Sugar Baby thing, but they want to travel. I forget what that that one's called, but he has another site like that. Very popular. A lot of people are doing it. I think if you have if you have the uh, business plan of I'm going to go get pregnant so I can get set up for life for 18 years or whatever, <laughs> that's not a yeah. good business plan at all. No, it's not. I don't know if you write off your plane ticket on your taxes or what, but I, I, <laughs> research. But I'll let you guys go. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Thank you, Brad. We'll talk to you again. Thanks, everybody. By the way, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Call us. We are talking about vacation ships. These are people who are oftentimes commitmentless, and they are taking road trips in faraway cities or lands or whatever. Maybe they have a a common interest, and they're hooking up not in their home hometown. So um, they're meeting in respective places. So that's what we're talking about. 951-922-3532. 951-922-3532. You're on with my special guest today, Mike Muratori. And we're here to take uh, take your calls and questions and everything. So my next one is uh, travel is getting more and more affordable, so therefore it's accessible. And that's why so many more people are doing it now than before. This is what um, a professor of psychology from uh, the California State University at Los Angeles says. So he says that the probability of meeting somebody who lives somewhere else is high, so these traveling relationships can often start um, from the very beginning. In a world of smartphones and Skype and social media, 10,000 miles away can seem as connected as 10 miles away. Do you agree with that, Mike? Yeah, is a, I mean, the pro, like, like is a, a cyber my- relationship just as good as having the person down the street? No. I think it's, you know, in defense of what you've taught me and what I have gathered in life, it's highly unnatural because they're not, you're not really together with the person. You know, I, I mean, I, I've done long distance relationships, but there, the person was only like two hours away and that didn't work. So yeah. I couldn't even, I couldn't even imagine dating somebody that was, you know, you know, 2,000 miles away. I don't even see how that's possible. But I can tell you right now, Linda, half my friends are doing it. I, I think they have a fear of commitment, really. I mean, as I say in my book, Mastering Women, I actually have a chapter um, on long-distance relationships. And, you know, you can read the book and find out if I agree with long-distance relationships or not. You can find it on Amazon, um, both in ebook format and also in paperback. And actually, I'm running a holiday special right now. You get 20% off until January 4th. So check out my book. Mastering women. Um, so anyway, yeah, the, this long distance thing. I think they have a fear of commitment. Um, maybe they have a, a job or a goal, or they want to finish their education or finish whatever plan they have in store for them that's occupying most of their time for the next couple of years. So this is like a you know, it's like a friendly diversion. Let's call it. Let's call it that. They don't want to be connected. They're not in the right mindset to uh, find love. Those who think they're going on these journeys to find love, you know, I often tell them, why aren't you looking in your backyard? Because somebody that lives close to you, um, you know, you probably have very similar interests already just for the sheer fact that you live in the same town or live close by, let's say under an hour from each other. So, um yeah, it's, you know, you've got 
culture differences, language barriers, uh, food preferences that are going to be different, sleeping patterns are different, um, social norms and social etiquette and whatever. Like the whole thing is going to be different. But then again, I think we get into that dopamine category where it's all, for some people, it's all just one big rush that all this newness is like a drug. So they like all the all the the newness and and the attributes that are quite different than what they have at home. Now, Linda, have you ever met anybody where an actual long distance relationship worked, where they actually no. wound up hooking up and getting married and like being together? No. Usually, and this is a generalization. Usually, men don't want to move because they're tied into their job. And usually women don't want to move because they're tied into their friends and family. So it's a big problem. Somebody has to give up, you know, cut off their right arm to move, you know, two, 3,000 miles away. So it's really difficult. It's not to say that it can't happen, but it does not happen very frequently. And yes, just like this, you know, Emily Harrington chick, you know, you might have a common interest because you both like rock climbing, but that's not enough. To me, in my book, having a common interest to do, do an activity with is not enough. If you, if you need a common activity, join a, join a club. You know, they have, you know, snowboarding clubs or rock climbing clubs or whatever. You get your yayas out and you come back to reality. And, you know, you find a relationship in your own backyard. So in answer to your question, it can happen, but it's really difficult. The only other way is, you know, if a guy can move because he's got a type of job that either A, he travels quite frequently anyway for business, or B, he can work from home. And, you know, in this digital age, there are a lot of people that do work from home. So it's getting more and more common for someone to be able to move. So that was not the case until just recently. Yeah, because of the technologies enabling them to do that now. Right, right. All right, let's have a listen to a simple plan. So let's take a listen here. What time is it? had this happen to me where either I'm traveling or perhaps the person I want to speak to on the phone is traveling and we are in completely different time zones. So, you know, while it might be convenient for me to call at, say, I don't know, 11 a.m., you know, it's not convenient for them because it's nighttime over there or vice versa. You know, um, either that or I have to stay up till midnight L.A. time to catch them on their daytime. Oh, it's just craziness to like to try to talk to somebody that you know you have to talk to and they're overseas. Have you ever had that experience? Uh, Mike? Never, never overseas. Mike, where you have to like stay up like, later than you, you, you know, would want to or wake up at three in the morning just because it's the right time zone for them or whatever. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's just, the problem with the whole thing is it's extremely unrealistic. I mean, you know, it could be fun for a short-term thing, but long-term, I just don't see how it would ever work. Yeah, and this guy in the song is saying it's totally okay if you wake me up, because I want to hear your voice. But meanwhile, he's got to, you know, be up at 6 a.m. the next day to go to work. So, you know, okay, so she called at 3 a.m. his time, so how's that going to work out? You're going to get, like... Two, three hours of sleep? 
Yeah, I mean, I, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, these people are, they're, they're, they're really unrealistic about what they want. I you know, think so. it just doesn't make any sense. You know, no. and it's you see it more often than not now. I have so many friends that are doing this. Crazy. All right, let's talk about the uh, hotels because the hotels have noticed, um, you know, this new type of uh, vacation planning, this, uh, you know, uh, vacation ship type of thing, and they're jumping on board. So they're saying that they have noticed more couples meeting up from their respective homes for romantic getaways, and they've responded by offering more romance-themed packages and amenities. Uh, since opening up in May, the Bryce, which is a new Kimpton Hotel in Savannah, Georgia, has had a number of couples visit on what employees have come to call dataways. So these vacationing couples often ask for perhaps floral arrangements or restaurant reservations to be made, maybe a picnic basket uh, get up. So they're going to go from the hotel to a park. And so the hotel personnel are arranging these types of uh, getaways. So uh, the hotel is saying that it's really, Savannah's a really romantic town, and it's amazing how how every week so many special occasions people are getting together togethers for anniversaries or get-togethers and they come through their doors and they're catering to this crowd so um one hotel in newport rhode island reports that because of the rise in couples meeting up for vacations earlier this year they launched something called a butler drawn bath program Ooh, What's that? which comes with comes with two glasses of wine included. Aha. So there you can <laughs> you can have it. And down in their restaurant, because so many couples are vacationing, uh, this particular hotel has just replaced the banquettes, replaced the four top tables at the oceanfront portion of its restaurant with only tables for two. Oh, Check that out, Linda. I know. We're we're we, we should cash in on this trend. <laughs> Apparently, they, these hotels are now. There's a there's another hotel in uh, South Carolina, and they have a resident love doctor, and it's his job to create a romantic itinerary that could in, include a private sunset cruise. Or a candlelit dinner inside a beach cabana. See, you know, you could ask for all kinds of things and pretend like you're grown ups. Wow, that's serious. You know, why why spend forty thousand dollars on a wedding when you can just pretend over the weekend? You can have all the foo foo and the whatever and just pretend that that's you. That's crazy. <laughs> That's well, crazy. you know, the, the reality kicks in when couples realize that it takes a lot of work, a lot of planning, not to mention a lot of money to make these uh, vacations work. Yeah, my thing is the money must be ridiculous. It must be. I mean, you can just count up. You know, the hotel, the, the airlines, the rent-a-car, the, you know, just just keep it going, the tips. Oh, I was just in uh, Seattle not long ago, and the idiot, thank God I wasn't driving because I had my car accident, so I've been taking Lyft, which is my godsend. I love Lyft. Um, it's just a few bucks, and it takes you wherever you want to go, and it's like the tenth, a tenth of the cost of what, what a taxi is. But anyway, at these hotels, um, they are literally charging $75 to park your car in their hotel for 24 hours. That's insane. I've never heard of that. $75. Now, I just also recently went to Sac uh, San Francisco, and it was the same thing. It was crazy. A half a block away, I mean, not that the hotel patron's going to be, you know, spelunking, but a half a block away, an easy walk back to your front door of the hotel, uh, the overnight rate is $10. But 
But if you give, you know, if you park in the hotel itself, I'm telling you, Mike, it's a huge racket. If we ever make any change in this business, you and I are buying a parking lot. $75 a day. That's insane. Like, I've never heard it. I've heard it expensive. I like 25. I've heard as much as 35. I've never heard 75 for one day. Now, where was that? Seattle and San Francisco. That's insane. Now, San Francisco is already a little pricey. It's kind of like the West Coast, New York. So I kind of get it. But Seattle, really? Seattle? And they, they were and I, up to almost about $75 a day as well. And for, wow. for a half a block away, it's 10 bucks. That's crazy. So, I've never heard of goodness, it. I wasn't I've never heard it being because, that much. You know, all those fees add up. So, it's, yeah, it's going to be hella expensive to plan these, you know, stay vacations, whatever you call them. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're not even, like, dating in the same state, I don't know how that could work. You know, I had a friend who met a woman up in Northern California, and they wound up getting married. And they're still together. But that's a rare <laughs> thing. They used to visit, like, one would come down one weekend. And then the other one would go up the other weekend. They did that for like five years, and then they just got married. And they live they live in L.A. now, and and it worked for them. But it at least they were in the same state, and there yeah. was a consistency in the dating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They saw each other every week, so for you know, like for the course of five years, and you know they're still together now. But I've never heard it working other than that. That's the only time I've ever heard it where it worked. I had a guy um, whom I was counseling, and he lived in the Midwest, and he was dating some chick in New York City, and he was yeah, so sure. I'm sorry? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he was so sure that this is the one, this is the girl of his dreams, he's so enamored with her, and this, that, and the other, and to me, those are two geographically very divergent places, you know, the 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 girl that I talked about earlier, you know, one's in San Francisco and one's in New York City. Okay, I get it. They're both cosmopolitan cities, and they're a little bit similar. But these two towns were, was like Podunk, Iowa, and, you know, New York City. I mean, they couldn't be further apart culturally, socially, economically, you name it, right? Anyway, he was he was dating her for, I don't know, a little over a year, year and a half, whatever it was. And I said, you know what? I, I need you to end the relationship. And he goes, why? And I said, because you're really not committed. You're afraid. You're running away. You're choosing somebody that's 2,000 miles away from you. And I'm not buying it. I'm not buying one word of it. So he says, Linda, you know, I live in this really small town. And there's nobody in my town. And it's just, you know, everybody knows one another. And, you know, I'm not going to meet a New York City type girl in my town. I said, I don't care. Dump the New York City girl, and let's focus on your town. Um, he actually did take my advice. He dumped the girl, and I said, okay, we're going to start meeting people in your backyard. We're going to go to backyard barbecue, you know, over to your friends, backyard barbecues. You're going to join a bowling league. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to ride bikes on Sunday um, around the lake, you know, whatever you have to do. And sure enough, Mike, it only took him two months to find the brand new girl of his dreams, it was legit, and they they ended up sending me a, a wedding invitation, and there and that That's was like awesome. five years ago. They're still married to this day, very happily married. Nobody in my town, this, that, and the other. It's a small town. Um, no, I I I think you're just afraid of commitment. Yeah, that's okay. Just it looks like craziness. Go ahead. Don't you think it's crazy? And I'm just so, I was so elated that he actually took my advice. And, um, you know, he had nothing in common with the New York City girl, really. Come on. The whole thing was a farce. And I never met either one of them. But still, it just didn't make any sense. All right. We have another caller on the line. Welcome, caller, to the show. Oh. Oh, sorry. I thought you said there was. Okay. Um, all right, let's move on. So I think 
a lot of the reason why somebody might go to another town is, Mike, there is this huge surge in specialized vacation trips. Um, people use it for a bachelor trip. People use it for an anniversary or a special occasion. And these new types of trips are what's called experience-based so say, for example, people go to, I don't know, northern Nevada, and basically what it is is a, a dirt dump. And, you know, there's a company out there, and, they, and the guys get to rent these giant caterpillars and earth movers and this and that that and the other and that's the plan of the bachelor trip is to use all this big giant equipment that you would normally find at a at a large construction site you know you and your buddies can can drive that thing for an hour and feel you know feel like somebody else you know step into that role so i think um those types of vacations are on the increase they're really hot right now and uh it's what's called experience-based vacation trip what do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, the, you know, like you hit it on the head the best, you know, because you actually care about, like, men, and you don't live in this delusional world. You actually are very pro-guy. And I think the message here is, you know, I love the story about the Midwestern guy. I think that's very real. I think people, if they're looking for love, okay, they definitely need to look in their backyards. If they're looking for excitement and some other different kind of short-term experience, do these trips. Those trips are cool. Go do it. But know in the back of your mind you're not going to meet anybody of value doing that. There's just no way. But, you know, if you want to go meet somebody and have, you know, a one-night stand, fantastic. Nothing wrong with that. But I think... Everybody's got to be less delusional and more in reality about the situation itself. And I think if everybody did that, it would be harmless and it would be fine. It's when people believe it's real, that's when I worry. Absolutely true. And it's not to say that you should shortchange yourself. I mean, if you want excitement, go for excitement, but just call it what it is. I mean... You know, uh, over the summer, I went to Catalina, and, you know, I needed my adrenaline rush, so I went zip lining. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing those, those types of activities. Just, you know, just go, do your thing, and leave, and come back to reality. Yeah, I think, and I think that's what people need to look at. If they can do that, there's no harm in what they're doing. It's when they start to believe their own nonsense. That's when I worry. <laughs> I know, I, right? Let me, let me tell you, Linda, I have so many friends that do this. You have no idea. I've had friends that go to the Czech Republic looking for love. I've had friends that have gone to South America looking for love. All of Asia. Uh, Canada. At least in Canada, they speak English. My friend actually married somebody from Canada. Um, I have another friend that does a long-distance relationship. He's a comic in Vegas, and his girlfriend's in Canada. And he met her in Canada touring. And they get along perfectly. And she'll probably move to Vegas. She's like a high-end hairstylist. And they just click. Mm -hmm. So I think that, might, that one might nice. actually work. Because she's so into him that I think she'll move to Vegas and do her career there. And they, they have a nice thing. And they see each other maybe four days okay. a month. So they're, they're, that's sort of unrealistic, but they were with each other for like four months before it became this thing. He was in Canada touring for four months. Yeah. And it kind of happened that way. So there's some level of reality there. But when you're going to see a complete stranger, that's creepy as hell. Because yeah. I've heard the horror stories with that, with my friends. You know, my friends being robbed in the Czech Republic, being robbed in Romania, being robbed in Hungary, um, losing all their money, like in another country. You know, if you're going to do that, I would say, you know, if your listeners are listening to this, wherever you go, at least understand the culture and speak the language. You know, I have a friend who's French who goes to France all the time and picks up girls. 
because he's French and his first language is French. And his mother's oh. from France. There you go. So he, flow, he flows in that culture effortlessly. But they can tell that he's an American by the way he speaks French. They pick up on it real quick because it's right. not the same. It's not, it's, it's not as good. But right. you have the to at least be able to function in that culture. You know, if you can't, you're going to get eaten alive. Like, like yeah, I, I can tell you, I, we, we don't even have the time today, but I can tell you horror stories for hours of what had happened to my friends doing this nonsense. Like losing all their money, being stranded in another country. Oh, it's craziness. Absolutely. You know? I would, By Linda, the way, if you've just joined just us, you're that. listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. If you happen to like this show, um, show your love. Of Listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, and buy my book on Amazon. And remember, we're, we have a holiday special going on right now. Now, twenty percent off. Um, you can use it for the ebook and also the uh, the paperback. So, catch out those deals. Um, remember to use my Amazon link if you go to the my Facebook uh, my Facebook page, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Um, click. Click the Shop Now button and save that link. You, notebook purchase is required. Every time you start with that link and do your holiday or or regular Amazon shopping, a few pennies on the dollar go to uh, support my show, and we definitely appreciate that. All right, you're on with my guest, Mike Muratori. Um, you can you can catch him at the SerialKillerOfComedy.com, SerialKillerOfComedy.com. Check out um, his uh, next uh, show gig, which is on January 27th, at coming upcoming on the Ice House. By the way, I'll put all this on the Facebook fan page. I've enjoyed having you here today and here this year. All of you guys have a wonderful uh, holiday season, and keep yourselves uh Give yourself a safe and happy New Year's Eve. Thanks again. We'll see you next year on the Men's Advocate Show, 3 p.m. Pacific. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Mike. <laughs>